Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Welcome to the Agency of the Year Awards. We're so excited that you're all here in person tonight so we can finally properly recognize and celebrate your hard work and your endless dedication to what you do. The people in this room are our brothers and our sisters, and we're transforming this industry together. And a special hat tip to our amazing chair of jury, Soyoung Kang. Our first category, account person, talent management team, agency head, media agency, advertising agency. It's also a moment that we get to reflect on our industry itself. The power that we have to move culture and the shared responsibility that we have to affect positive change. And the winner is... And the winner is... Our final gold winner tonight is... Please welcome Allison Weisbrot. Hi, everyone. I have a very special guest here with me today for our special Agency of the Year episode of Campaign Chemistry, Editorial Director of Campaign US NPR Week, Steve Barrett. Hey, Steve. Hey, Alison. How are you? It's great I'm... to be on Campaign Chemistry. I know. This is your first time on the show. It's very exciting. Very honored. Is it true that your mum came up with the name for this podcast? <laughs> no, she actually came up with the name for my campaign savvy blog. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. She's a. Uh... She's an she impressive. She still hasn't put the invoice in for that one, has she? But uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Allison's mum. <laughs> she needs, yeah, she needs to get some licensing fees, I think. <laughs> anyway, um, so we're really excited to do this uh, special episode today. We just celebrated the Campaign Agency of the Year Awards last night in New York City for the first time in person since 2020. It was a really exciting night. We had some amazing agencies and campaigns up for nomination, and the room was packed with people who are just thrilled to be back in person. Steve, how did you feel about being back in person? Yeah, it was just a great buzz in the room, wasn't it? It was almost 300 people there. And we had our PR week event last week as well. So we're really back in back in force with in-person events. And my overarching feeling from both of them actually was that uh, people were so happy to be doing this again. You know, they might have forgotten how to tie a tie or to, you know, put on a proper pair of pants or shoes. Um, but, uh, but they were so happy to be able to network, see everyone again and celebrate and just have a bit of fun. So, yeah, it was great vibe in the room, great tribute to uh, the campaign brand, the quality of people there and some really diverse group as well, which was great to see. Ed- Edison Ballroom's always a lot of fun as a venue, isn't it? So, yeah, we're still sort of basking in the glow of it, aren't we, as we record the morning after. And um, we, we were very sensible for a Tuesday night, so we didn't go too crazy. But, uh, yeah, it was really good and some fantastic winners to chat about. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely felt that energy in the room. I feel like everyone I spoke to was just, like, so happy to be back in person. And then also, like, I feel so weird. I don't know how to talk to people. <laughs> so it's sort of that, like, getting back into the swing of um, the social side of, of the You see, for nerds like me who never had any conversational ability anyway, I, I feel perfectly at home, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was like, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> um, no, but it was it was great. We had some great agencies there, like, you know, we had the marketing agency, we had Mischief, we had Initiative, Known, Media Hub. It was it was really a great turnout. Yeah, it was terrific. The big question, though, Alison, was which who wore their tie better, myself or podcast producer Supremo Bill Fitzpatrick? What do you think? Well, that is a very tough question because Steve was sporting 
a very exciting rhinestone studded tie, but Bill had a flower on flower pattern going on with his yeah, tie shirt. So I don't know. Flower roses. Yeah. <laughs> very impressive. You know what, Steve? I'm going to give it to you because <laughs> I don't see you wearing your fun ties as often. Well, I, I missed out because I've got the, I do have this sparkly gray tie, and obviously, as I'm hanging out with the cool kids in the campaign and the creative world, so I had to think carefully about my outfit. But uh, I have actually got a pair of shoes, gray shoes with sparkles on as well, and I forgot to put them on. So I'm going to have to really give it to Bill, I guess. We have to see those in the next campaign event. Absolutely. So- Let's talk a little bit about uh, the awards themselves. Next, we have the award for Media Agency. We had an amazing group of agencies there. But taking home the gold this evening is... Initiative! Our Media Agency of the Year was Initiative. So looking at their entry, they had... They brought in $1.6 billion in new business. They won the T-Mobile account, which was a big, hefty one. 15% your year-over-year organic growth did interesting work for clients like Lego and Plan B. Uh, Steve, what did you what did you make of their win? Yeah, see, it's interesting for me because historically I used to edit a magazine called Media Week, which uh, back in the UK, which was for the commercial side of media. And Initiative was obviously, even back then, was one of the, the biggest and most well-known media agencies. And, and media agencies have had challenges, haven't they, with the – with their business model because of the changing nature of the way people consume media. So where, whereas initiative would have been a, you know, buying loads of TV, well, they still are right. But mm-hmm. TV, print magazine, radio, etc. Now a, a vast amount of uh, media bought is, is digital in some form or fashion. So they've all had to completely evolve their businesses. They've got into content. They've, they've broadened their services. So it's good to see uh, the, what I might call that traditional is probably a bad word, but the legacy agencies really evolving and, and getting set up for, for the new media environment. So really good to see names like Initiative and UM and Mediacom, you know, still doing it and still, still really innovating, as well as a lot of new players, you know, some of which won last night as well and coming up and snapping at their heels. Definitely. We had um, Tenuity was sort of a newer digital agency that won a lot of silver awards. Goodway Group is is a programmatic media agency. So it is it is interesting to sort of see, you know, how the big guys are pivoting and, and how these these smaller upstarts are are, you know, disrupting them a little bit and pushing them to be better. And, you know, our, our jury of, of brand marketers definitely I think is looking for that proof of evolution and ability to keep up with changes in the marketplace. So big hat tip to initiative for uh, proving that to the jury. Absolutely. We also had some new players on the list this year. Um, You know, Zulu Alpha Kilo uh, is a really cool agency based in Canada. They're sort of a, a startup, one of these sort of like, you know, fearless voices, like doing cool things in, in with technology and, and how it intersects with the metaverse and, and all of that stuff. What did you think, Steve, of like the mix of um, the mix of agencies that entered into the awards and, and were recognized? Next up, we have independent agency. Yeah, I mean, if you look at that independent agency song. category, you've got uh, Zambezi, Via, Movers and Shakers and Imagination. So I think the, the creative and media sectors have always 
prospered by having great new entrants to the market and independent players that are really innovating and you know some of them get bought out by the holding companies and some some of them stay resolutely independent and do their thing so it's always good to see those new players coming up and, and doing good work and the winner is Zulu Alpha Kilo Zulu Alpha Kilo is uh, definitely an agency worth checking out and especially their work with um, Harley Davidson on the tough turban motorcycle helmet so got inter- international coverage you know as an expression of freedom and respect for diversity so great work and congratulations to them yeah very cool and you know it is these these new shops that sort of come up and do things in a more nimble and and like different way and push the boundaries that push some of the incumbent shops to be even more on their toes and, and keeping up with the time. So it is great to, to recognize them and then also see how they're pushing the whole industry forward. Yeah, they're doing that scholarship fund as well, where they're uh, covering the college tuition for four BIPOC candidates annually, which is terrific to see. You know, we need to keep pushing the uh, diversity in the industry. And that's something we write about a lot at Campaign US. And, and the room reflected a really diverse crowd last night. And that's I'm really pleased to see that. And then we, we see that at every campaign event. And, uh, you know, that's not always the case. So, yeah, it's yeah. uh, tribute to your coverage and leadership there, Alison. Oh, well, thank you. You can't see me, but I'm blushing. <laughs> I, I want to um, follow up on that a little bit, actually, because I also noticed the diversity in the room. And I felt I felt like we had a really good group of people there. It was it was, you know, a different mix of people that you don't always see at these types of events. We all know the advertising industry has a little bit of a diversity problem, to put it uh, lightly. So it, I thought that, you know, we had an amazing mix of people there. And I wonder if it's a testament to the industry, you know, walking the walk a little bit, putting people um, of color uh, and women in important positions. And I really hope it's a reflection of that, but you know, I'm, I'm skeptical about this topic. So we'll see if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think um, there's so much great talent, especially in the cities where a lot of advertising agencies, especially are based. Right. So think about New York, think about Chicago, think about LA. So that, that talent is on their doorsteps and um it's all there waiting, and, and, and it's a talent business. So there's so much diverse talent there if, if, if you can just provide people with opportunities, and it will be better for your clients, and it will be better for the creativity and the work that's produced because uh, you'll have many more voices involved in it. So, you know, uh, it's, it, it, I don't buy this idea that you can't find people, diverse people to work in the advertising industry. I don't just don't buy that because it's, a, it's all about culture and creativity. And uh, the young people in cities now are more creative than ever. And they're digital natives. And they know, they know more about this than many of the senior executives. So, you know, that, that, that's why I love awards like this that profile some of that, that new talent. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think, um, you know, as well as diverse talent being right there in the big cities where agencies are, we now have an opportunity to hire people from all over the country um, and have them work remotely or semi-remotely. So I think, you know, there's no excuses anymore. And I think um, it was great to see that some of the work that the industry has been talking about seems to have borne some fruit looking at the, the faces that were there last night. So that was exciting. Yeah, for sure. 
Let's talk about our big winner of the night. Uh, Mischief and No Fixed Address swept the awards with four wins. Uh, Strategic Planner of the Year, Creative Team of the Year, Corporate Comps Team of the Year, and the Big Prize Agency of the Year. Uh, what did you make of their great showing? Yeah, I mean, they're doing really well in the awards shows, aren't they? And uh, hats it to our former colleague, Oliver McAteer, who's uh, part of that uh, agency and actually... One of the awards was for the uh, comms team, wasn't it? So he was actually up on stage uh, getting an award. So congratulations to Ollie and and everyone at Mischief. I mean, Greg Hahn, who sort of founded Mischief when, you know, he he left BBDO, um, where he was chief creative officer for seven years, left in 2020. And, I mean, you've got to say that they they might be missing him a bit because he's done such a great job with mischief and doing some really creative stuff and and um putting his stamp on a on his own agency so congrats to greg and the team and um you know several of which were uh, recognized last night and um you know they they won out over some some really big players in fcb goodby silverstein vayner media and vml yr so it was a very tough tough competition and they came out on top with the fcb getting the honorable mention but uh yeah it's great stuff doing some good work over there actually joining me now for a quick chat about their amazing night is greg hahn chief creative officer at mischief at no fixed address and carrie mckibben president at mischief at no fixed address thanks for joining us and congratulations on a truly amazing night last night you guys won awards in four different categories how does it feel it doesn't feel bad <laughs> <laughs> no we're, we're very happy you know all, last night the whole night is really about a recognition of like people and that people are what make this business kind of run you know at the end of the day an agency competes on people under the name of an uh, of an agency and our people versus every other, every other agency with their people. Like that, that's all we do in, in advertising. So, you know, I'm just feel very fortunate that we, that we have some of the best people in the business working under our name. Yeah. And it's really a testament to like the culture and the team you guys have built an agency that launched in the depths of the pandemic and is now winning the campaign U S agency of the year award is, is pretty amazing. How does it, how does it sort of feel um, Carrie, to look back on everything that's happened in the past couple of years. I mean, it's incredible. I, I, I'm thrilled. And, uh, you know, I think that you'd, you'd sort of have to be a, a sociopath if you were like, I totally expected this, you know, this number one and, you know, but Greg's right. I think it, it's, it is about the human beings who are the backbone of the shop. And I, I, I suppose I've, such belief and faith and trust in all of them that, um, it it wasn't a foregone conclusion, but like, I, I, I've always believed from day one that this was something special and that it was going to be something special. Yeah. You kind of went into it in the middle of a pandemic. You have to take a blind leap of faith. I don't think we ever doubted. It was just, yeah, we just hit the ground and, and, and never looked back and never doubted. Yeah. Well, it seems to be working, whatever magic you're making over there. Let's talk about some of the people that that you guys keep referring to. Uh, Jeff McCrory, one strategic planner of the year. Bianca Guacuimareas and Kevin Mulroy, creative team of the year. And of course, Ollie, who uh, is our old friend at Campaign US and, and his team won 
corporate comms team of the year. So I, if you guys want to say a few words about, about each of these people and, and you know, what they mean to the agency. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, it'll start with Jeff. I'm so thrilled. Uh, I mean, I'm thrilled about all the wins. I'm so thrilled about Jeff getting recognized because I do think that, you know, people think of us as this very hot creative shop and, and that is true, but it, it's, you know, our, our sort of secret, I think, is that we're actually a very strategic shop and that is driven, you know, very clearly by, by Jeff as head of strategy. Um, he is a phenomenal, um, creative, uh, strategist, um, I've never met, met anybody like him. Um, and cool as a cucumber, having to deliver these kinds of things that we are doing for clients, brand strategies and, um, sort of culture first briefs, um, in very condensed timelines. Um, he, he is creatively brilliant. He is, um, He's, he's really just sort of the core of, of who and what we are. Um, so was thrilled that he was recognized. Uh, you know, Bianca and Kevin, do you want to speak to them? And then- Yeah, but just back up what um, Carrie said about Jeff. He is, you don't sell this kind of work without yeah. without reason. And Jeff is the reason. And also he, very creative planners, as Carrie was saying. Kevin and Bianca were a team that I worked with at, at BBDO. And when we started Mischief, they were the first creatives I called. And that's because I just knew that they were awesome back, back, you know, from working with them for a few years, but also just really good people. And that, that's such a, a, um, a fundamental belief at mischief is like, you can be great creatives, great account people, great planners, but you also have to be a good, a good person to work with. And I know that I knew that they had it covering on all angles and um, they were ready to make a leap and to, to grow into the next phase of their career. And they have done it stunningly. Yeah. And then our Ollie, uh, who <laughs> higher number four at mischief, higher number four, and who's like all heart and hustle and passion for great work, which I think you know it comes across in his pitching. And it's, it's like he he's our best, he's our hype man, yeah. um, and <laughs> <laughs> he is kind of like I think Ollie is really the spirit of mischief. When I think about the voice that we have developed, um, it, it's like it's inextricable to sort of, you can't separate Ollie from mischief or mischief from Ollie. Like he is, if, if you think about the voice of mischief in my head, like it's with Ollie's accent, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so much of our success has been driven by Ollie. Yeah. You know, just what he puts out there for us, how he, how he positions us and, and just how he um, puts us in the marketplace. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I can I can definitely attest to that. Just having worked with him um, as a as an editor and as a reporter, he he is persistent. He makes sure I know everything you guys have going on, and it's always great stuff. And uh, the way that he uh, builds relationships and and communicates, and and he's an excellent writer too, because of course he came from the best campaign U.S. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, I, I read him as a uh, as a outsider, in you yeah. know, like I said, fourth hire, which was an unusual fourth hire, but. Um, I think it's paid off. Yeah. We're, still, we're still kind of looking, but no. <laughs> <laughs> so looking back on this, on this amazing sort of rocket ship ride that you guys have had, like what, what moments are you most proud of? What campaigns are you most proud of? Talk a little bit about like the work and the moments that have stood out to you. I mean, I, I'm most proud of the fact that I feel like we've been able to, to keep the bar consistently high and, and continually put out great work and, and, essentially like not compromise. Um, that, that's what I'm super proud of that. We've kept the bar incredibly high, but we've built our business while doing that. 
um, that, that, you know, we've demonstrated that creativity and business are not um, mutually exclusive. Um, I, I mean, there are so many campaigns that I'm, that I'm individual pieces of work that I'm proud of. It's like, you can't pick favorite children. <laughs> like, I don't know, Greg. Yeah, I, I, I can't do that. I can't even for my career pick my favorite one. It's, um, it's, it's really the bigger idea is to, what I'm, I'm really proud of is that we're creating an agency. It's also a brand, you know, we know our position in the place and people know our position in the world and that's why they come to us. So you, you get the kind of clients that appreciate what you do and are looking for more of it. I think that's a secret. I think a lot of agencies um, kind of blend together and no one knows what they stand for and you know, creating mischief. We wanted to create an agency that people knew why we existed, what we do. Yeah. I think you guys have done a phenomenal job of that. And I think, your name, your name says it all, right? Mischief. You guys are always doing like really wacky and cool and, uh, you know, fun, fun campaigns. We just covered one from EOS. Uh, I believe it's called pubes for the planet. So you guys can get listeners can get a sense of, uh, (laughs) what's going on over at mischief from that. But, um, yeah, no, it's really exciting to see just like a fresh, um, independent shop, just like rise, rise to the the heights you guys have and take just like a fearless, um, just like a really fearless and nimble approach to creativity. I think that that's often lacking a lot in, in some of the bigger organizations. So just a major hat tip and a kudos to you guys for our, for all the great work. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Yeah. And I think I think the fearlessness is what um, is behind, like you mentioned fearlessness, that's what's behind a lot of our work and, and um, how, we, you know, Greg mentions how we positioned ourselves, you know, the, there's things like the pubes for the planet, but, you know, we've also done work for Pfizer around vaccine confidence, um, you know, for represent us uh, around the preservation of democracy. And there's a real range in the work, I think, but like the core of it is um, something that kind of is a little bit unexpected or that, you know, is definitely um, better than category that makes people stop and kind of take a, have a second thought like that. That's the kind of work that we want to do, you know, work that provokes, um, you know, work that, that gets people's attention. Um, that's really what, what's sort of the, the unifying element. For sure. And that's what it's all about, right? That, that's yeah. why we, that's why we do what we do here in advertising. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, your support. Congratulations again on your amazing wins last night. And thank you for joining me the morning after. I hope <laughs> hope you're not nursing too bad of a hangover. I know we had a lot of fun last night. So <laughs> I appreciate you being here. You bet. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Carrie and Greg. I'm back with Steve Barrett now. We're going to talk more about the night. Congrats to all of the winners last night and and, and the runner-ups. It's It was really tough competition. We had a lot of entries too to judge. And it really is a testament to your, your hard work that, that you made this list. So. Yeah. And a hat tip to our chair of jury. Yes. So young Kang CMO of EOS was an amazing chair of jury. Uh, she actually mischief is her agency. I promise there was no funny business there, <laughs> but it just sort of goes to show you that um, great work leads to, you know, great, 
great brand leaders and, and great agencies working together can can really make some some amazing work. So, yeah, um, I think the chair yeah. doesn't have any other more say than any of the other jurors, and, and sometimes doesn't even vote in those in those uh, categories. So, uh, yeah, but uh, So Young was terrific. The next category moving along is agency head. Great to see Danny Robinson win agency head from the Martin Agency as well. So, yeah. Uh, talking about um, top diverse talent and Danny's a real role model for for people in the industry so uh, yeah it was good to see him winning exactly I yeah he's he's definitely a legend and uh he he deserved it what did you any did any of the other um people category winners stand out to you I thought we had some really nice talent yeah I mean there was uh, uh, another Jeff McCrory at mischief was a strategic planner but uh, I mean as I've got my foot in two camps I was interested to see who won best PR agency <laughs> and our winner this evening is small girls PR again unfortunately small girls PR isn't able to join us yeah today. what did you think of that yeah, well, it was Small Girls PR, so congratulations to them. They beat out some much bigger rivals like Weber Shanwick and Lippy Taylor day one and um, the market. But uh, it's a shame they couldn't show up to collect their awards. What's going on? I mean, that's a Indeed. massive triumph for them. Based yeah. in New York, I was. Uh, they must have had a serious, uh, serious conflict. But uh, yeah, congratulations to them anyway. Yes, I, I agree. I think um, if there's one theme from the night, I think that a lot of the indies and a lot of the smaller, scrappier agencies made a really great showing, which just sort of shows like where the industry is going, right? Like we need to be fast. We need to have fresh thinking. You need to break through the clutter. And there's just so much clutter these days. So I think a lot of the big agencies could learn maybe a lesson or two from some of these uh, yeah. players. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was definitely a great night. There were the wine and the, the booze was flowing. The music was playing. Uh, we had our, our photographer and our videographer there. So we'll have some cool shots to show all of you guys soon. But um, thanks, Steve, for, for joining me and, and discussing the winners. And we'll, we're going to do it again next year, maybe at the uh, Superdome. I don't know. Yeah, why not? I mean, it was an absolute pleasure. Great to be on the show and great job yourself, Allison great tribute to your leadership of the brand so thank you for everything you do what's next for campaign us then what's our next event so campaign us has a lot of exciting things coming up um our next event is actually our virtual media awards event uh which will be on april 28th we have we actually have a virtual event about the future of tv our tech talk series coming up on april 13th and then in June, we have our Power Purpose Awards, uh, which will be an in-person event. So lots coming down the pipeline. We're super excited that we can be back in person and celebrate all these amazing things together. And uh, we hope to see all of you there. Absolutely. Yes. Looking forward to those. All right. Well, thanks, Steve. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll talk soon. That's all the time we have for this week. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Campaign Chemistry on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.